everybody and welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. I'm Allie. And I'm Jessica. Today on episode number eight, we're going to go over some coachability. And if you guys haven't already, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe below. So today we're going to talk about coachability and what that means. And um, if you play sports and you strive to be the best that you can be and really want to take your sport a little bit further and um, being coachable is um is really important because it means that you're ready to learn learn everything you can about your sport about all the strengths and weaknesses that you have that you can improve on and so you know, learning to listen to your coaches, your mentors, your parents, whoever it is that's, that's working with you on your sport is, um, is being coachable and keep making you be the best person that you can be. Yeah, I mean, coachability, there's a lot to being coachable and it's not easy. Um, sometimes you're taught from a really young age and it can just be really easy for you to pick up on. And sometimes it's a struggle to be able to pick up on. I know I struggled with it. I was even taught from a young age to be coachable and I struggled with it for the longest time. Um, it's something everyone needs to have if they wanna be successful in their sports, um, but it's, it's something that's a challenge to learn. That's for sure. So Ali, you said you had a difficult time um, learning it. What does that mean? Um, you know, kind of like what we've talked about before, like uh, challenges, instead of seeing them as threats, um, you need to see them as opportunities. I took challenges as threats for a very long time. And one challenge that definitely had a huge impact on me was um, coaches inputs. And a lot of times I always thought that I was right um, or I had the intentions. Uh, most of the times I had the intentions of doing exactly what they're telling me that I need to do. And so when I have an intention and I think that I'm doing that and then I have a coach pull me out of a game or tell me, oh, you need to do this, it's like, what are you talking about? I was doing that or my intentions were in the right place saying that I was doing it, but I wasn't aware of myself to the point where I may have been too late or um, just not doing it super effectively. I uh, may be like a lazy type of whatever the skill was. Um, and a lot of times, especially in games, coaches come at you with like a, you need to, or you aren't doing this. And that in itself makes anybody defensive. What are you talking about? I was doing that. But most time it's just, you have the intentions of doing it. You think that you're doing it, but you're not doing it to the full extent that you need to be. Um, so I really struggled, especially when I say you aren't boxing out or whatever, it's like, well, I was boxing out, but I just wasn't doing it the best that I could be doing it. Yeah. So it's like you said, there's those trigger words, you know, from the coaches or from whoever it is, maybe it's your parents, you need to be doing this, you aren't doing this. And so you take it in as a defensive um, 
part of you saying, I am doing it. What are you talking about? And so that's really hard to, that's part of your self-confidence. You know, it's part of, do you, do you feel that um, you are able to step away from being defensive about them saying you aren't doing it because you know that you are, but really looking at the big picture, stepping back and saying, maybe I'm not, I really, maybe I do need to just be more aware of what I need to block out or I need to do whatever is being asked of me. Yeah. And um, I guess for me, I definitely, once I really became like, oh, that I have goals and I know exactly where I want to go. Um, and I knew what I needed to fix. And in most of the time it was my attitude. I had a really, really bad mental attitude. Um, and so I had to force myself to even just start, just for me to start being able to like listen and become better and become more coachable, um, was to just take what they're saying and just say, okay, thank you and walk away and move on. Um, and as I left, I might be angry with how they said it to me or saying, oh, I did do that. But as I like start, as I calm down, as I start to think about it more and more, um, it becomes stuck in my brain. Oh, did I box out? Did I do it? Oh, I swear I did. I know I was doing it. Um, or no, you know, I really didn't do it the best that I could have. And, but it's then it's stuck in my head and I become more aware because I'm listening to what they are saying to me. Um, so that's really like, even just to start, if you aren't very good at listening to your coaches, the first thing that you can do is take what they're saying and don't think about that. You aren't those trigger words. Um, just block that out of your mind and just take the action what action do they want you to fix? And then focus on that, hyper-focus on that, become aware of your actual actions instead of just um, your intentions. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and I was thinking about um, how us as parents, you know, we try to do our best to, to give you that mental uh, strength to be coachable and to learn from your mistakes. And so I feel like, you know, as parents, sometimes we overdrive, right? We want our kids to be successful. We want them to be coachable. We want them. And so we kind of drive that so hard that it makes, a makes them more, um, what's, what's the word makes them more defensive because mm -hmm. they think that they're being coachable, or you think that, you know, you're doing something right because you work on it all the time. But so as parents, we really need to step back and say, okay, we got to give the kids a little bit of freedom to, to be able to learn from their mistakes and yeah, say, you know, make sure that they are good at um, asking questions and learn to where they want to be in their sport. You know, do, do your kids really want, you know, to be the best that they can in their sport? If so, great, then teach them how to learn from their mistakes and how to be that sponge and learning everything that they can. But if they really don't, and they're just playing it to play for the time being, then that's okay. Let them, let them do what they need to do at that moment, you know, learn, maybe they're going to grow into loving the sport. 
and you know go from there but um, as parents we can teach our kids to be able to have that value of hard work and it's going to you know grow into their sport or it's going to grow into their life no matter what but um, it's just teaching them that those values of the hard work and the learning to listen and to um, be a, have the ability to step out of being defensive about what they think that they're doing all the time, but they really need to improve on. Yeah, and um, it's also I feel a parent's responsibility to um, because kids look to their parents every time they make a mistake they're going to look right to their parents and their the parents are going to say you need to do this 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 and this instead of instead of having your kids look to you turn them back around because if i if i'm always looking to you for advice for um help then i'm only going to want to take advice from you i'm not going to want to listen to my coach. I'm not going to want to hear anything that they have to say, especially because most of the time it comes off as more aggressive or hurtful, right? So it becomes a parent's responsibility to help their kid be coachable by turning them back to the coach, by saying, when they look, turn and look at you, say, nope, don't say anything to them. You can give my contact, but don't say anything or turn them back and tell them to look at their coach because most of the time the coach is already trying to tell them what the parent has to say. Right. And if you're going to play, if you're going to play for someone on a team, you have to be able to listen to your coach because you can't listen to them. Not only are you not going to be successful as a player, but your team is not going to be successful because there's not the mutual respect. Exactly. And the coaches are the ones that are working their hardest. They're ones that know you on the court more than your parents do. You know, your parents may know the game, they may coach themselves, whatever it is, but you're not playing for your parents. You're playing for your coach and for your team. And so you want to build that um, camaraderie between all this, all the teammates, all your teammates and whatever sport you're doing. So absolutely, um, parents, it's a huge thing to be able to and it's, it is hard for parents too, because sometimes we think that we know it all, right? We know what our kids should be doing. We know how the coach should be coaching, but um, to be able to step back for ourselves and be like, okay, I have to give, I have to give it up for the coach because they are the ones that are working with the kids the most. And that's yeah. huge. Yeah. And I'm, and I get it as a parent, most of the time, especially with the kids that I work with, a lot of the parents do take time to work with their kids and and they hear all their the problems and things that the kids are going through they know technically they know the kids the best but at the same time like I completely understand why a kid would want to turn to their parents but it's just being able to have the boundaries it's all about the boundaries um, and if you as a parent aren't able to turn your kid back to their coach um, you're holding your kid back because once they get to um, higher sports, especially high school, college, they can't look to you because they're not going to be able to like, they can't handle it. And um, it'll, it'll only hold them back and the coaches will not stand for it either. You guys can sure talk about it on the drive home um, before, after the game, whatever, but 
during even during practices just let them be with their team and their coach right and just you know just be able to direct your kids you know don't look to me during the game during practices whatever we can talk about it later like you said but definitely you know put them towards their coach and you know let them say you know just just ask your coach because they know what's going on they know the plays they know everything that's happening so um that's a huge thing for parents to learn to do because it's hard because like I said we think we know it all (laughs) so it's all good so going back to how we can practice um coachability we talked about taking a taking a sentence, right? A coach says, you need to do blank, whatever that action may be. Um, Take that, find your trigger words, okay? You aren't might be the immediate trigger word that makes you get angry, makes you get defensive, makes you not wanna listen, right? Um, But we need to be able to take those actions, just the actions and focus on that, make that our attention, um, intentions, and also make sure we are aware of it. But what also has a huge impact is our body language. And I learned that it takes time. So if you can learn to become really good at saying, okay, thank you coach for whatever they have to say. And as soon as you slowly um, digress in becoming angry and defensive um, to those trigger words, it becomes easier for you to have better body language, for you to be like focused. You're looking completely at them, standing up tall and looking them in the eyes and saying, okay, okay, I totally get what you're saying. I'll try, I'll try better, I'll try to do better. Um, It will come with time. It's not something that's easily gonna be, you know, it's not gonna happen just like that. It's going to take a lot of practice and a lot of time, but if you take that one step, it's gonna become easier. And so then you'll, your body language will get better and then you'll be able to ask questions. And asking questions is probably the biggest thing that you can do that shows a coach that you are coachable. Okay, you told me you want me to do this. I understand what you're saying, but I do have a question about something specific. And sometimes it's a right place, right time. You Sometimes you can't ask during the middle of a game. You can talk to an assistant coach or something like that and see if they understand what they were trying to say. But sometimes after a game, after a practice, you have to go up and just ask the question. Don't be afraid. Don't ever be afraid of your coaches because they only want you to succeed. They might come off harsh, but they only want you to be the best you can be. That's why they are hard on you. And a lot of times, the more questions you ask, the more that they want to, they're excited to talk to you and help you because they feel like you're really striving to be better. And the scarier you are and the more, the less you, you know, talk to them, they think that you're shut off and that you don't want to learn and you don't want to get better. So definitely take that advantage of after practice or after, you know, a game or whatever the time's right to be able to go up to your coach and not be afraid to of what they're going to say, because it mm-hmm. only shows that you want to get better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So there's lots and lots of steps and lots of, lots of um, different things that we can all practice, whether you're a coach, a parent, or an athlete. 
Um, coachability comes with all of us. Being a coach, you have to be able to listen to your team, to the parents. You have to be able to listen to everyone um, and be coachable. Coach has to be coachable because you can always keep getting better no matter who you are. Um, so take time to practice, right? Practice finding your trigger words, um, practice your body language, practice asking questions. Um, that's all just going to help you succeed and become a better athlete, a better player, and a, honestly, a better person because coachability doesn't just apply to um, sports. It applies to life. <clears throat> exactly. The more, the more that you can learn in your sports or learn to ask questions from your mentors, the better you're going to be in school and sports and just your jobs and later down the line, it's, it all plays a role. And so it helps you totally in the long run to work harder and to be better in everything that you do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was, that was really it. I think that if you guys keep practicing everything, I mean, it's all going to fall into place and we give you guys so much information and so many different things that you can practice and um, it can be overwhelming, but if you just take it a little at a time, it's just going to slowly become so much better. And honestly, coachability is one of those first steps that you can practice that will boost everything of the four C's. Um, it will boost all of your confidence and um, help you get through all of all of those. So um, I think that's it. Right. I think we're all good. <laughs> Um, we would yes. love to hear anything you guys have, any questions or comments. Um, what are your trigger words? Sometimes it's not just a you aren't or something like that. So what trigger words are yours? Let us know in the comments. Um, and next week, we're going to go over mistakes. So we'll go over um how to deal with mistakes and how they can affect your mental health or your mental attitude, because they definitely have a big impact. That's for sure. Yeah. Let's, you know, one, one other question I was going to put in there is, you know, how, how to um, show up for yourself? How do you want to? And so maybe one of those questions that you can ask, you know, we'll put in the description is how do you show up for yourself and how do you want to? And um, what is hard work and um, how do you take advice from your coaches and mentors? So, you know, maybe answer that question. How do you want to show up for yourself? And how do you want to get better? And so, and that, you know, definitely plays into mistakes because we all make mistakes and how do we want to show up after we made a mistake, right? So we can talk for sure about that next week. Okay, well, thank you everyone for watching um again if you guys haven't already please like and subscribe below um we would love to get more of you more of the community um and please reach out if you guys have any questions comments experiences um anything that you guys have for us we'd love to hear it so absolutely everyone have a great week yes we'll see you guys next week
welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. I'm Allie. And I'm Jessica. Today on episode number five, 